Yo, what is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daddy's Home. I am your host, Stephen Shear. And uh, this week is a solo episode this week. I am home in my humble abode in Brooklyn. Interesting how I made that happen. Just taking over my girlfriend's face. She's on tour right now with Dirty Bird. She's not here this week. She's absent. So a lot of hell's being raised, okay? We're here. We're getting lit. We're fucking partying hard. Drugs nonstop. My roommate and I are just having mosh pit competitions in the fucking living room. Let's go. Doing face masks. Eating healthy. Making overnight oats. Don't take pictures of, of the fucking of the nature in Prospect Park. Rode the bike in Prospect Park. Yo, my life is coming together right now. It's fucking coming together. That's how it feels when I have the apartment to myself. Man. Stay off oh. the weed. That's a great song, by the way. Raining Blood. Yeah, it's Slayer. It's a little heavy. Wah. Fucking wah, dude. All right? I fuck with Slayer. I fuck with Slayer. Well, good, good, Steve. We're glad. I got a Astro Club joint right here. Shout out to Astro Club. There is a girl who is a friend of Mel's and I at Astro Club, and I've gone there the last two weeks to pick up, and she blessed me with an extra pre-roll. You gotta fucking love that. Blessings upon blessings. She blessed me with the extra pre-roll, bruh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, am I? Okay. Let's ease in. Let's ease in. I wish I like I had like an ease in drop. Because <laughs> I came in hot with that Slayer drop. But I felt like because Mel's not here. She's back next week. Because Mel's not here, I was like, yo, this is, this is my life right now. I'm living that Slayer lifestyle. Fucking great. Peak metal right there. Boomer. Slayer's dope. Fuck you. By the way, that's the only, that's the only Slayer song I know. <laughs> From Guitar Hero. Um, doesn't matter how you find it. As long as you find it, right? As long as you find it, bro. Um, I hope everyone's having a good week. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I was fucking around a little bit with the Slayer drop in the beginning. This week, starting off with it, I went back to work after my nice week off from uh, the post office. And let me tell you, within maybe... 30 minutes of being at work, I already had a flip out. <laughs> I already flipped out on <laughs> on the job. My coworker goes, God, I thought you've, if once you took a vacation, you'd be a little less on edge. But now it's just you came back and you're still a cranky man. And I'm just like, no, I'm not. Now, what I flipped out about was they have this guy coming in who's working, who got hired by us. And my knish with the dude is it's not even with him. It's with management. He... He has to have everything set up for him. He started the job four months ago and doesn't know one of the one of the main things 
of the post office, which is casing mail and pulling down your route. And he does it barely on route 16. They're like, maybe he'll learn it. He'll grasp it. I wish him luck. I hope he can, you know, at some point get good. But it it, it sent me into a tailspin. And then, of course, some girl called in sick. So it's just like, ugh, God, why did I go back there? Why the fuck did I go back there is what I'm wondering. Because I needed money. I was in debt. And I'm still going to need money because we just had a, a major upgrade. I'm going to switch my headphones real quick. Hold on. We had, ooh, that's nicer. We had a major upgrade. Well, I got a major upgrade last week. Mel convinced me to, um, not even convinced me, but I was considering for a long time, I mentioned it on here, uh, that I wanted to get a camera, a legit camera. And um, I finally did. I got I got the B&H credit card, and we went to B&H, and I got the fucking Sony, bruh. What is happening? What is happening? Yeah, it must be. Sat fingers. God damn it. But I got the fucking camera. I got the camera, got the new camera, and it is it's quite beautiful, but you I'm learning because I'm just going around taking pictures now. I'm going around taking pictures and um you just you learn like making a song, like playing the piano like painting something there's an art to it there's an art to taking good pictures you don't just point it at the swan in the water and take a shot you get it from an angle even if it's gonna bite you you get the angle get on a good angle and you get the shot so i got this new camera and it's funny just walking through because b and h is located by time not Times square by uh penn station over there it's not like right out there but it's a couple blocks down and it is a fucking hole down at penn station right now i mean penn station's always been a hole but there's a lot more people slumped over on the blocks over there now it's dicey it's dicey man it's fucking dicey so uh got the camera and um you know what's funny is uh not even funny i um so i mentioned that Okay, so I want to get the camera, and eventually the podcast is going to have video on it. I don't know. It's it's when we have a better setup. I don't want to do it right now while we're by my art. We're by the, 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 the fucking master bed, and, you know, it's, it's not as ideal of a setup for filming at the moment. But I got a Sony A3. I got a Sony A37, I think. It's a beautiful camera. And I'm just fucking around with it taking pictures i rode my bike today in prospect and i um got to a spot because walking in it it takes too long to walk but there's a like a whole water area i'm looking for a dope looking for a dope sunset spot as a white guy from long island i'm looking for a dope sunset spot at the uh at prospect park in brooklyn somewhere because i need my sunsets if people had more sunsets they'd be they wouldn't be so upset okay they if people had more sunsets they'd be less upset Yeah, if people had more sunsets, they'd be less upset. Oof, bar. Bar. You're welcome. But I rode my bike there today. Finally got a chance to ride my bike in the park. And uh, I snapped, some f- snapped, <laughs> snapped a few flicks by the water over there. And um, 
Yeah, no, it was beautiful. And I have, uh, we have fan mail as well. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm hard body in the chill zone right now, dude. But we got fan mail. I said we got fan mail. Yeah. So, a dude listened to the podcast. A dude. Uh, a friend of mine listened to the podcast. A dude that I know who DM'd me that were friends. Uh, a friend of mine DM'd me and told me he liked the last episode, right? So, the podcast is getting... It's getting it's it's getting better is what I'm saying. We're growing. We're fucking growing, guys. Even Mr. Softy knows that he hears me talking. He knows he comes when I call. Okay? Mr. Softy comes when I call. Stay off the weed. So Mel's out of town, got the new camera, went for a bike ride. Life's even, you know, just I'm feeling good, feeling good, right? I'm feeling productive. I was, I was bugging because I couldn't get a routine together since moving to Brooklyn. I'm trying to squish everything that I want to do every day. Every like, okay, so when I'm off work, fun to conversation right here. I pl- my I have to practice piano because I'm taking lessons, and I decided to pick the hardest song that a year in that I I decided <laughs> to pick the hardest song to learn a year in to fucking playing piano. But I'm getting through it. Can't complain. It's a real challenge. Make music and then doing Adobe stuff, just creating content or trying to. I fucking don't understand that. But we'll get into that after. Well, this will lead into that. Oh, really? Um. Yeah, so I finally got a routine down. I'm just like, dude. Okay, so I got up the other morning. I kind of like I tried to do the Jocko Willink, like getting up at four thirty in the morning and getting a workout in before work. So when I come home, I have all this extra time to do stuff. And it's just every day I come home after work from and I don't work out and I worked out in the morning. I'm fucking shot because I already have a physical job. I'm delivering mail. It's not like I'm hopping off terrain or anything, but I'm just saying it's a physical job. All right. And then I come home on the train, got to walk up the steps, walk up the steps, walk down the steps, you know, evade homeless people. Uh, and I finally have a routine down. And I'm happy about that. So I'm feeling good right now. And I got the camera and that's good. And the podcast, people are liking it and that's good. So rate, review and subscribe and keep showing love because we want to we want to take it to the top, baby. We want to take it to the top, baby. For real, we want, I want to. I don't want to work for somebody, which leads me into this. I uh, I no longer, you know, sad news. I I no longer work for the Colin Terrell podcast. God damn it! And um, I went onto the job thinking that uh, you know, oh, this would be a good experience in helping somebody build their YouTube page, right, and their Patreon and everything. And uh, I was excited about it. And then, uh, at one point I just felt like I was posting a lot of my, like I was posting a lot, like I'm, I'm doing my podcast and his podcast. And basically I was just, I just didn't have enough time. There wasn't enough time to do everything that he wanted me to do for like in regards to, um, 
you know, photoshopped and everything because I knew I was slacking on my work. And whenever I'd post something on my story, I'd see him look at it. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, I, you know, is he looking at this being like, why aren't you posting more of my shit? You can't. But, uh, and I was like, hi, did I? Call him, looked at me. He looked at me story. Uh, and then I just decided, I was like, I, I just don't want to do the work. I, I don't want to work for him. And it wasn't a, like on it. I was, it wasn't like any malice towards him or anything. It was just, I just didn't have enough time. And I just was like, I don't want to do it. Like I'm, I'm clearly not into it. Give this to somebody who is more into it, which is fine. And it is great experience. And I recommend anybody go for it. If, but like somebody young, I'm just at a point where I've worked for enough people to know that I kind of don't want to work for anybody else. I want to build my own thing. I want to be my own Gary V. All right. Um, God, that was so anticlimactic. I feel like I was just like left it off on a, I, I just cause I'm, I'm voicing what I actually want. And I feel like is it, it's, it sounds like I have an insecurity about it where I'm just like, is it the thing that I want? And it's like, yes, because it, regardless of the environment you're in, like, think about it, whether it's Colin Trell's podcast or even I, Flagrant 2 was hiring. I put in a, a, a I, I, I shot my shot with Flagrant 2, probably not ready for it, but I shot my shot anyway, didn't get anything, and that's fine, but, like, would I even be ready for that? Would you, would I really want to do that? Every time I work with, like, I, I, you meet, I meet a comic or whatever it is, there are good hangs, and then there are people who are just, like, they're, you, you just learn what their personalities are. Like, I've spoken to Big J before, and he's a fucking great hang. Uh, I'm sure other guys like Ari and Dan are, too, once you get them, like, you know. Because you feel like people approach them all the time, but, like, Dan, Jay's definitely a good hang. Where I feel like, even if, like, if I were to work for Schultz, I'm sure it's a fucking great time. But, like, what if it wasn't? You know? And, um... Yeah, I just feel like I did. I I got this camera. Once I got the camera to actually go out and do work for Colum, I was like, "Yeah, I'm dude. I'm not gonna work for you anymore." <laughs> what a fucking asshole I am! Oh god. But yeah, I'm. He'll he'll find somebody who who wants the job and is in a position where they they can afford to do that. Whereas me, I'm just like, eh, I I can. I I like I, said, I don't want to, and that's okay. Are, are we allowed to just feel like we don't want to do anything? Why do we have to please everybody? That's more of a question for yourself, Stephen. Fair enough. So I wish Colin the best, and I would love to have him on the podcast. I would love to have him on the podcast one day. Who's to say he'll do it? Probably be like, fuck yeah, content. I'm understandable. That's fine, but we'll see. I, I That'd be a fun episode to do. I'm get into a, we end up getting into a fist fight. <laughs> So I feel lighter. I had a fucking bomb ass skirt steak tonight. Thirty dollars. Steak is thirty dollars right now. Inflation is slapping hard. The price of things are crazy. Gas is four seventy five right now. I got gas this morning in my mail truck. I'm so happy I don't drive anymore. Like dealing with those woes. I mean, I'm paying less in rent because we got new roommates. I wonder if I have a deviated septum. My nose sounds like shit. I'm going to spark up this joint a little more. Finish it out, you know? So, looking at my list of things to discuss here. Um, vacation was good. I had a week off. 
That was nice. My break in service. Oh, I cleaned my bowl out the that that week. I cleaned my bowl out the week I was off, and it was fucking filthy. I mean, it is it is disgusting. Resin is gross. It's like this black, tarry, sticky shit that when you it from the ash, like when you smoke it, something like the ash from like a joint, let's say. It's um like the the unused weed that got like that's like gotten mixed in the like in the middle like it it just got caught up in the mix of the weed that you were smoking and it just sticks to the glass the glass and um I cleaned my bowls out last week I have I have one I still like I have to do a better job on but I spent time on my bowl because it's just got a better design more more hit for your buck and Fucking yo, my figure, my hands were disgusting. It was gross. It was oh, it's everywhere, sticky, ugh, gross. Like just fucking bowl, bowl water coming out. I like boiled hot water and put it in a plastic bag. Let those bad boys sit. Stay off the weed. For real, it was gross, man. And then. I got into Snowfall recently. I've been trying to get into that show for a minute. I would see clips on Instagram of the main actor. I don't know his name. Shout out to him. He's fucking phenomenal. He's great. So I'd see like clips of like from the show on on Instagram that people would post. And I'm like, yo, I gotta check this out. He's got the energy. He's turning into. I'm on the second season. He's turning into a boss right now. On like I think the uh, first episode of the second season, he um, tells the the ice cream man when he when he comes on his block specifically, um, he realized like the kids have no money. He, he's like, "You kids want ice cream?" Like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Any of you got money?" They go, "Oh." He's like, "Broke ass little kids." So the maid dude Franklin rolls up and he tells the guy. You always come on my block. He's like, I'll pay you. He's like, you you don't skip this block. He's like, all right. Gangster shit. And that's only the first. That's only like like that's like a mid move. Like, like a it's like a mid boss move. You know what I'm saying? It's like Trent. That's that's if he was a butterfly, it was like the that was the cocoon breaking open. It was like him being like, you don't pass this block here. Take this money, fucker. <sighs> Crazy. Speaking of snowfall. My, um, it's, I, I, so I read this book a while back called, um, The Devil's Chessboard, and it's about Alan Dulles and John Foster Dulles, and they're the Dulles brothers, and they were a part of the CIA, like, the government for, John Foster Dulles was a member of, fuck, let me look it up, let's look it up, because I know Alan Dulles was the head of the CIA until Kennedy came into the office, Kennedy got him out. John Foster Dulles. Let's see. So John Foster Dulles was an American diplomat, lawyer, Republican Party politician. He served as a United States Secretary of State under President Dwight D. Eisenhower. So yeah, these two boys. My dad's been doing more more reading into them and everything, and he's like, it's int- like he his brain has been broken. So he's a product of the fifties. He was born in the in the mid like mid fifties, and just that uh. You, they had, they, in that time, especially if you were white, I don't know, they, you just, 
trusted that your government had your best interests at hand. Uh, obviously, everyone's experience is not the same. So, but like you know, it's just that was the vibe. It was just like you know, ask not what your country can do. Ask not what you know, whatever the fuck the saying is. God damn it! Stay off the weed. Either way, my dad has never been a guy to been to be swayed by can uh, like you know conspiracy theories. And now when he's reading about the CIA and the fi like the forties, fifties, and them the deep state getting too big, he's like, yeah, I mean, it they 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 had their hands in everything. And I was like, yep. Yeah, man. And like just understanding that, that it's not just so black and white as two political parties. There's a lot of obviously bureaucracy in the deep state. And but like you have to understand what they're doing. So like when you read about us killing Patrice Lumumba or like trying to go into or going into Venezuela and like really um, ruining this guy's uh, reputation, the guy, the guy at the time who won, uh, he he became like the prime minister i guess or like the new sheik of the of venezuela i fuck me man i'm such a fucking dummy but like i just know what i i've read the book <laughs> i read the book no but like you i it you're just taking a lot of information so you're just taking a lot of information stay off not the an excuse weed. but yeah i took alpha brain before this i'm sending that shit back it didn't work the alpha brain didn't work today so John, so anyway, like the Dulles has had their hand in everything and just like what we've done in other countries. And it's always just, it's, it's, it's fucking horrific. I, you know, if you read up on that, so like understanding that's not just like, oh, like, you know, Democrat Republican party. It's like, there's other forces working at play here because we worked with, uh, this is not, I feel like there's not no, like unknown stuff though. But like we worked with Nazis and we protected Nazis from the Nuremberg trials and everything. And, uh, there were certain ones that got protection because they were in Hitler and they they just felt like these people could be useful. We got, we, we can't kill them. And they just had financial interest with the Nazis. And we fucking, we'll, we'll do business with anybody. So just, yeah, my dad's been reading on that. He's like, do you, you know, this is going on. I'm like, I've been trying to tell you for a long time. Cause like I, I was alerted of this is like, you know, minor league shit, man. So like, uh, the Illuminati, and the New World Order, when I worked at Roos's on the Bay, which is, which it seems fitting to learn about conspiracy theories at a catering hall, especially in Queens. It's like, yo, my son, you know about the New World Order? I was like, no, what's that? And then I went down a YouTube rabbit hole and I realized that, oh, like, I, like, when you learn about that, like, conspiracy and, like, you know, even if it's, it's, it's as silly as that or whatever, it's, I say silly, you know, tongue, whatever. Believe it, don't believe it, I don't care. Uh, but, like, just when you find out about stuff like that and you go down a YouTube rabbit hole, especially at a very impressionable age, like 2011, I don't even I was fucking like a teenager still, probably. And uh, I might have been. I was like 19. But, like, yeah, fuck me up. And I tried to tell my dad about it, and he's like, people have jobs to do, they got, like, lives to lead. No one can worry about this. And then now, it's funny, coming back to it years later, he's like, did you know? And I'm like, ah, yeah, I've been trying to, like, tell you. I've read this book, and, you know, he's just been doing a deep dive ever since. And, uh, you know, every every week we have a different conversation about the CIA and everything and just what they did. Fucking nuts. Yeah. So, this is, that's, that's what I had down on my notes, you know? Ah, Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Hope everyone had a good Mother's Day. I stayed at my parents last Saturday. It was nice. Got a chicken roll out of it. 
Ding. But I, I just had an observation about Mother's Day. Because, you know, I, listen, I got my mom flowers and I love her dearly. Okay? So, trust. I took care of mom. Um, Yeah, it's just funny. Everyone's like, I wonder if people keep the same energy on Father's Day. Like Mother's Day, they're like, yo, my mom's the best. And moms are the best. Love my mom. But like, do we keep that same? I wonder what the energy is going to be. I wonder what the energy is going to be like on Father's Day. Because I notice even in advertising, Mother's Day is like, get her something special this year. Get her something she'll enjoy. It's like, they hit you with the, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like a year is a, is every year is like it, it it's a new life cycle you know like Stay think about off it like the weed <laughs> january is a rebirth february you fall in love march you're still out you you know you're out there get you know you got you're you're pregnant in march and then by june you're having a premature mother's day baby cuz it's like in in february it's like get the one you love <laughs> get this is such a stupid uh, like rabbit hole but whatever who cares this is what you're getting this week all right enjoy it don't enjoy it it's going out i'm enjoying myself but it's just funny to think like uh like um it's like goes from valentine's day to where like you know get her this thing so so you guys will be fucking and then mother's day it's like get a gift mom will enjoy it it really is you know the two are linear they're parallel i don't know whatever who gives a fuck i hope you had a nice mother's day is what i'm saying okay and I hope you keep the same energy on Father's Day because I love my dad, all right? I don't post anything on Instagram. I, I whenever I see whenever I see people do that, like for a certain holiday or whatever it is, I'm cool like my sister Dana posts for me on like her Instagram for my birthday and everything. I don't do it for hers. <laughs> I don't do it for hers. I'm, I don't feel like doing it. I don't know. I like keeping something in my life personal like private. I I don't know. The fuck is the fuck you gotta know everything for? God damn it. Like, I was just thinking, like, everyone's like, oh, I love my mom. And I didn't post her on my Instagram on Mother's Day. I, I didn't feel the need to. I told her I loved her in real time and got her flowers and a card. Everyone's like, hey, Instagram, I want to let you know that I love my mom. And it's nice and everything. That's nice. But I don't know. Something about it. It's like, a, I, I, to me, it seems like, does, oh, everyone's, it's Mother's Day. Everyone's doing it. And it's like, yeah, I, for some reason, I, you know what? It's my fault. It's, it, the issue is me. I want to be the contrarian. I don't want to post my mom on Mother's Day. I'll just tell her I love her. Same thing with my dad. I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not judging you if you do. I sound like I am. God, I'm such a fucking asshole. I sound like I'm judging people. Uh, I'm not I'm not judging you. I just feel like for me, it's like I'm looking at it more from my perspective. How do I feel about it? Like, why don't I want to do it? And like, I'm trying to have a social media presence. We're doing a podcast for Christ's sakes. So you want to post more and you want to get more in the algorithm and everything. I don't fucking know. I was, thinking, I was considering hiring a social media manager. I don't know how to do it. I'll po- I I posted a new video with my cool camera, took some shots and everything, and uh, it wasn't the best. Of a, if you had a, if you had to really critique critique it, if you're showcasing, I'm showcasing my Adobe talents with having good video as well and making a cool video. And making a cool video, man. Damn, bro, let me play this one. 
Yeah. So like just posting, you know, but like getting engagement with the algorithm. Maybe I should post on holidays more so I get more engagement. Because I'm trying to build the podcast, guys, is what I'm trying to say. Okay? <sighs> yeah. Instagram's interesting. I mean, Instagram's interesting because like, I'll post. I Like I said, I posted. Whenever I'm posting my business, like for my business, whenever I'm posting for like my business, there's not a lot of engagement with my story. You'll get like five people and then like three cam models who are like, see my first sex tape. It's like, see, see my first sex tape. I feel like it's someone just trapped in a container being like, see my first sex tape, which is like really a message for help me get out of here. Help get me out of here. Um, yeah, so I don't really get a lot of engagement. I, I don't understand what the game is. Apparently it's TikTok and Reels, but I, I'm sitting on the idea of hiring a social media manager. Air air you know interact with me about it send me some dms let me know what you think about me hiring a social media manager because i don't know how to do it but i want to build this thing i want to make it successful so i can start a three dollar a month patreon that's all i ask is three bucks that's it until you go hollywood and sell out and then you decide to go five and ten dollars no three dollars if you're only dependent on the patreon then like what are we doing here you need to expand upon the pay about like above the patreon live shows merchandise that's what we're trying to get to and i have and i i'm a man of class i like quality but the guy said you know shout out lazy hustle he is the one who is he was giving me showing me love. he always shows me love on the podcast gotta love it that's what i appreciate now what i appreciate more is if he posted it on your story and said hey listen i listened to this thing it sounded great I think you should too. Instead of telling me about it, tell everyone else about it. And I'll keep making the episodes. We'll keep making the episodes. The Melican and I. Oh, God. Yeah, I even, I, 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 even after the column situation, I swore off applying for jobs. I just told my girlfriend. I told Mel, my girlfriend. You guys know who the fuck she is. God damn it. I told Mel. I was like, yo, YMH is hiring. I, I, I felt a part of me died on the inside because there was nothing more that I would love than to work for your mom's house. Your mom's house. But then I just said before, but you don't want to work for anybody. You want to do it all on your own. You want to climb the mountain on your own. And here's, you know, that that's fair too. I, I, got, I got in my head about that as well, okay? And, uh... <sighs> My, I told Mel about it, and she was like, babe, it's all good. Just keep focusing on what you're doing. You wouldn't get it anyway if you applied. She said, you wouldn't get it anyway if you applied right now. God damn it! She's like, you fucking asshole. I was like, if you, she's on tour right now. I said, if you're planning on coming home Friday, get a room somewhere. Okay? She's not coming home. She ain't coming home. <laughs> <laughs> but she's right i don't have a lot i have i'm still a novice but getting better with each photoshop and each adobe after effects i have a good hand on after effects right now that's the hardest program i think illustrators now illustrator might be the hardest maybe probably because i haven't fucked with illustrator but after effects 
is certainly uh, the, the, a challenging one as well, just like mapping out animation and everything and motion graphics. And then I'm getting a better hand on Photoshop. I just have to keep, I'm, I'm getting a better hand on Photoshop. 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 Oh no. I'm getting a better hand on Photoshop. 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 I'm getting a better hand on Photoshop, but she's right. If I applied now, I wouldn't have gotten the job, okay? And fuck me for that. But I'm, I'm, this is where I'm meant to be right now. So we're building it. But yeah, I saw they were hiring and I was like, of course. And I knew going into audio engineering and now also teaching myself this product, this video production stuff. That's where the future's headed, baby. And I, I don't know how long the post office is going to be around for. I don't plan to stick around to see it end. I don't want to be told one day that, hey, listen, pal, you're out. Like it's we're all out though that they're they're closing it down. I feel like I don't see it lasting, but I could be wrong, and I could just be me projecting that I want to get out of there, which I will do. And uh, yeah, you know, Mel, if you, when you hear this, Mel, understand this. I let you back in the house just because I missed you that much. But like, let's not be so truthful next time, okay? <laughs> Let's not be so motherfucking truthful next time, you fucking gay person, you bully. <sighs> Man. Let's see what else we got on this list. We had a roommate change in the apartment, and Mel and I just watched World's Worst, World's Worst Roommate. Roommates. And, uh... It was a docu-series, and I only saw a two-parter of, like, I think the last two episodes with this guy who was a squatter. So, of course, he just finds women who need a, like they're, they need someone to stay in their place because they can't afford to pay for it anymore. They're always single women or recently widowed, as one was, and he was squatting in their place. Like the, He rented an apartment out from a woman in Philadelphia, and she came home, and he's like, you know, First off, he was always eager when, uh, when he was apl- like when he was going for the apartment. I got money now. I got everything in that U-Haul. He's like, I'll cut a check right now, and he would build them up on that. And uh, you know, the deeper it got, like so. Anyway, the the one woman in, in Philadelphia, he like she came home one day and saw all six chairs were taken. Out. She she hit him with a sublease agreement first and foremost. He said he was going to sign it, and she came home from work one day and saw all six chairs, all six of her kitchen chairs missing from the kitchen table, and they were in his room, and he was like, I have to build a desk, I need a desk for my things, and this and that, and like, this dude ended up being a fucking psycho, he's dead now, but like, we watched that, and we just had a roommate change, and it freaked us the fuck out, because like, the, we just had a, a person who lived here, and it wasn't the most pleasant experience, we tried. Okay, is that fair? Is that fair? Not everyone's meant to live together, but this person was eager to get in here, and Mel and I were watching it the night before he moved out. <laughs> His last night here. 
we watched it and we were like fuck we didn't do any of this stuff either we didn't do a no bad not like I, I wasn't living here when he when he came in but like she didn't do no background check nothing like when this woman in philadelphia couldn't get an out her mom read all the rules and everything and she was like yeah no you're fucked and she was like i didn't know she like looked at the camera and goes i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know and like we we're like fuck we didn't know but he moved out and uh so a new a new boy moved in a new dude moved in very nice very sweet change up good dude takes the garbage out chain you know cleans up after himself and everything he's only here for a short stay but um he already pulled a no-no in my book okay i uh i bought a coheed coffee cup a few months a while back co claudio sanchez's wife reposted me on her story making doing something stupid like drinking the coffee to the song radio bye bye i'm a fan of the, um, I'm, I'm one among the fans please Bear with me. This this episode might go a little long this week, and I'm fine with that. So I was uh, in the cabinet looking one day for my coat. Let me start with this. No one else drinks out of my Coheed coffee cup. That is Daddy's cup. That is Daddy's cup. No one else drinks out of it. Let me take a sip of water as well. Let me take a sip of water as well. No one sips at a daddy's cup. So I went in the cabinet the other day and I saw it wasn't there. Now, I understand sharing and, you know, I may seem like a child with all this, but I I was in shock that it wasn't there. I was like, everyone knows that's my cup. Everyone knows that's my cup. Well, it's in the cabinet, Stephen. All right. Either way, it was missing, and I was so surprised by it. I was so surprised by it. Why? Because, well, here's also the thing. The guy also came here, like, no, like, you know, balls were I'm not shitting him or anything, but, like, he's staying for two months. He's like, he didn't, have, he didn't have much. He just goes, just lives his life, which is awesome. But he took my Kobe coffee cup, and it was in his room for a day or two, and I was just like, he didn't know that I waited outside for like five hours in the middle of February to get a New York Comic-Con pass to meet Claudio Sanchez. I thought I was meeting the whole band, but I'm just meeting Claudio, and I was like, you you want to meet the guy anyway. He's got great hair. He is the essence of COVID in Cambria. I mean, as a whole, they're, I mean, obviously, they're incredible, but he he's like the, the signature, like the symbol for the heed. It's like the weekend when he had his hair. Okay? Yes, Claudio Sanchez is equivalent to the weekend. And anyway, he took my cup and uh, he brought it back, cleaned it and everything. And my coworkers were like, you know, you're a little on edge and this and that. And they and uh, I said, what makes you, you know. And I said, I'm in a good mood. I'm fine. I'm fine. And uh, I was like, but I do have this issue. And, they were, and I mentioned the whole debacle. I even told the world the COVID in Cambria's like fourth biggest fan I told her about it because I'm their biggest fan like she didn't wait outside in February did she to go see them no she didn't okay so anyway I told their fourth biggest fan about this situation and she was right she met me where I was and I was like 
perfect. And then I told Mel about it, and she was like, well, he doesn't know. And I was like, now you're just adding logic and reality to the situation. It's his fault. He couldn't read my mind. I was, I for some reason, I was flipping about that. I don't know why. I was bugging. I was like this. Yeah, no, I was fucking... That's how I felt when I was looking at the cabinet. It was just... He's a good dude, but like he didn't know. He didn't know. I was just so surprised. I was like, "Wow, I didn't." That's an egg on my face. I didn't know that somebody could like that. That somebody would ever drink out of the out of the COVID and Cambria cup. But he's also like he's also, he's also saying like, "Oh, like you know, you know." He's like. Whoever's moving in here next can have the mattress. He's just giving shit away. I'm just like, he's, he's a wanderer, it seems like. Good dude. Good dude. But I was just surprised. He drank out of my co cup. I was like, that is a no-no. And Mel's like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that your favorite band from Rock Band is your... <laughs> he didn't know that that was an off-limits cup. <laughs> oh, So now I'm keeping it in my room. It's still a no-no. It doesn't change. That is, an, It doesn't, like... I'm understanding the situation. It doesn't change the fact that it's a no-no cup. Okay? No-no. I've been seeing a lot of this. That was that seemed like it was, was going to be way bigger than I anticipated. That's eh, fine, dude. Why are you judging it so much? Because I feel like I had a what? In my mind, I was going to go in on him about it. But I'm like, he, like how many people really know that you're a huge fan of Coheed. By the way, I know I'm the biggest fan of Coheed. I went to fucking Sam Ash in Garden City to meet him one time. He was doing a signing there, and I had me and my two sisters, and I bought all the merch with me, even my guitar. And he was like, wow, you're a fan. I'm like, I was a little embarrassed about it because I seemed like I could definitely be like, like, <laughs> I just cut off like a part of his hair, and I, like, I put it on mine. I'm like, we're, we're together forever. <laughs> You and me, Claudio, till the end. Let's go. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's how I know I'm the biggest fan. So, Carly, one day when you learn to accept that, life will get better for you. Until then, we'll have this constant debate. Maybe I'll have her on. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have her on one day. We can debate it, and Mel can moderate. We'll see. Just trying to, you know, think of ideas here. That's not a bad idea. We always have this debate. I know I'm the biggest fan. That's fine. What else is going on, man? Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage. If I was an artist in L.A., if you if that was allowed to happen, first at the Oscars and then Dave Chappelle, and he got stomped out, I wouldn't perform in L.A. ever again because L.A. County is not charging the guy. They're not... They're not uh, going to charge him with anything, which is insane. I, I just have such a dislike for California that I'm like, I want everyone to stop performing there. <laughs> to stop performing there and just watch the state just drift off into the sea. Not like New York City, uh, New, but I love New York, though. I'm from I'm a New Yorker. I think that's how every New Yorker talks about L.A. But yeah, no, Dave Chappelle's attacked on stage and they stomped him out. Crazy. They stomped this dude out. What a thing. Imagine the balls. Just, I'm, uh, you're a random guy. 
and I'm gonna I'm going towards this. I'm storming the stage right now. This is his, this is his storming the Capitol. So he's storming the stage, and he's like, I'm gonna I'm going like he went after Dave Chappelle. When the DMT releases in his mind when he's on his deathbed, that is gonna be with him forever. He's gonna be like, I attacked Dave Chappelle, and I got my ass kicked after it. Wow, I don't have anything cool like that in my mind. I have fun times for sure, but like I don't have me attack. I don't have me trying to go tackle Dave Chappelle on stage. That's some wild shit. That is some wild shit. And it was funny. I was like reading an article. So after he got his ass kicked, apparently by Jamie Foxx and a bunch of other people, he was like, I had to go talk to the young man. <laughs> I had, Dave was like, Dave was like, I had to go talk to the young man. I had to see, I had to see what was going on. I had to catch a vibe of what he was like. That was such a not quotable thing. Remember, he basically said, yeah, I had to like see why he did what he did. And I don't know what that conversation was like, but I just read in the article that day. like after, after, you know, it's just funny. Like after all my, my, my fucking people beating his fucking ass, I had to go talk to him. I had to go talk to him and see what was going on. I wonder how that conversation went. Dave Chappelle, I love you. I just was trying to tackle you to suck your dick. But people do stuff like that. Some people, there are people who streak on onto baseball fields and everything. I always like to bring up the girl who gave Danny Brown head while he was performing on stage. That was like, I think 2011. Some girl just started sucking his dick while he was performing. Could you imagine? Just the, I don't know if I bought this up on the podcast before, but now I, I Dave Chappelle, bring up the Dave Chappelle attack. It's perfect to lead me into this, okay? That girl will have that in her memory forever. I sucked Danny Brown's dick while he was performing. Wild. Wild. No fucks given. She's like, I'm I'm this good at this. I'm, I'm just going to do it. It might have been a white girl. Might have been a white girl. Crazy. Crazy fucking crazy god I want that to happen to me Mel's gonna be like you want that to happen to you is that what you want is that what you want god damn it that's not what I want alright I had one more thing written down here but I think uh, you know what I'm gonna end with this I'm not gonna do the climate thing I'm gonna end on this. I've been seeing I, I I've been seeing a lot of this lately. People just looking down their phones. Not like it's a hot new topic or anything, but obviously, you know, we live in a very technology uh, addicted society. And I was riding my bike down to Prospect Park, and I saw this girl just like walking down with her head walking with her head down in her phone. And it's just the more and more we just get sucked into our phones, the less we're paying attention. I mean, I was walking through Atlantic Barclays yesterday and saw this beast of a dude just yelling with his boxers on. And he was just like, can you feel it? I don't know. He was, he was like that, but like, you know, it was really fucking powerful. And there was a guy preaching gospel in Atlantic Barclays. There's always a lot going on. One day you can get the Hare Krishnas. You can get a homeless guy just preaching the Bible to you. It's really eclectic down there. And just people looking down at their phones. And I'm coming through on my bike. And it's just like. You walking the way. You doing that. Like people doing that. It's a cause for more accidents. So do you get a, a get out of jail free on that. 
if someone's walking with their phone down, I have to be the one. I have to be the re- responsible adult. Can we both make a equal agreement that we'll be conscious of our surroundings? I just saw this girl. It's like I had like the way she was walking. It was very inconsistent, and I was just like, I. F- it just doesn't sit right with. Doesn't sit well with me. I don't. You know. I. I'm guilty of it for sure, but like you just see it everywhere, and people are just co- they come close to walking into you. It's fucking insane. Don't hit people with your bike. If they walk into it, though, that's their fault. Okay, we'll wrap up on that. I want to thank you all for joining us this week. Mel will be back next week. She's on tour with Dirty Bird right now. Her band, Dirty Bird. They're out there killing it. Killing it. Schnilling it. Shilling it. Milling it. You can check me out on Instagram at I am Steve Escumelo at, well, Mel Escudero at Escumelo. Follow the Daddy's Home Pod. Share it. Like, review, rate, and subscribe. I would love to do a live show in, in New York and have a room full of people watching us. That'd be fun. It'd be a good hang. And have fun and bring the soundboard and everything we could talk about. Hot button issues, maybe get maybe give some advice. Listen, if you wanna if you want, you know, unsolicited advice, we could start a new segment on this podcast. Send in a question send in questions or things you want advice on, and I would love to answer it because it'll make my brain percolate and we can fucking uh, yeah, send in send in your advice, any advice questions or just questions in general or thoughts just send it in dm me dm me at i am steve or daddy's home pod and we'll fi- and we'll we'll go through it okay we'll pick the best ones send me the best ones and we'll pick the best ones and we'll talk about it all right follow me on twitch at i am steve too check out the music on spotify uh youtube coming at some point probably in a year or so because we want to have a like a studio type vibe set up not just like Here's us cramped in a space because if you see what it literally lo- it looks like, if you see what it literally looks like, holy shit, I'm tired. It's not that it's not that comfortable. So all that's coming soon. But um, be good and show that same love on Father's Day. You know, you know. And shout out to Kendrick for the new song. I don't think they had a Marvin. No, it wasn't a Marvin Gaye sample, but they definitely re-recorded. Because it's, it's the Marvin Gaye sample for "I Want You." That's the sample, but I think they probably re-recorded it and had like this and just remade it in the studio, which is fire. New Kendrick new, new album dropping this fucking Friday. It's gonna be sick. I'm hyped for it. I'm a Kendrick fan. What can I say? Um. Anyway, till next time. Peace out, my damn fucking. The truth that things are such a mess far beyond repair. You might have a service, hard to find the words with say.